Jeff Katz, News Radio 1140 WRVA. Bo Bergdahl was brought back to the United States at great expense. Millions of dollars paid, five known terrorists released. He was described by then President Obama as, quote, my hero. Well, flash forward a, a little bit, and now Bo Bergdahl has entered a guilty plea in a military court to desertion and misbehavior before the enemy. I, I wanted to get to the bottom of this, find out exactly what that means and how long this guy could go away for. Uh, Jeff Atticott, a retired uh, Army lieutenant colonel, now heads up the uh, Center for Terrorism Law at St. Mary's University in Texas. He's joining us. Colonel, thank you for being here. Oh, good morning. Can you first of all explain to me desertion we get, right? He ran away, but what is this misbehavior before the enemy? Yeah, that, that occurs when you are in a time of war, and that uh, offense carries life in jail, according to the UCMJ, and uh, and that's the most despicable crime, in my opinion, that a soldier can commit. I did 20 years in the military. Uh, imagine that you're in, you know, on the front lines, and somebody decides they're going to put down their rifle and their uniform and just leave you, uh, because, you know, we rely on each other, and uh, when that when the link of that chain is broken, it's... Uh, it could cause disaster to the unit, and of course, it's a huge blow to the esprit de corps of the uh, the soldiers that are left behind. Colonel, tell me about what it was that uh, Mr. Bergdahl uh, offered as a as a defense all along. Well, you know, again, he's going to spin this in his own favor, and I'm not yeah. buying it. But apparently, he told the uh, you know the Article 32 officer that you know he tried to escape 15 times. He was only going to go from one fire base to another fire base uh, to you know to put emphasis on how his unit was not you know acting properly in his opinion. You know, he had some grievances. Uh, that's his story. But uh, you know, this uh, we have we have a, an abundance of evidence that paint a different story, and that's why he pled guilty, because the evidence is overwhelming that, uh, that that's not really what happened. Right, right. Well, what about the other members of his unit? I mean, we have guys that, as I understand, were actually killed uh, in action when they went out looking for him, right? Yeah, there's all sorts of, of, of information coming out, anecdotal, some of it, but the government is, 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 is basically saying that three people for sure were wounded mm -hmm. looking for him, but other narratives are that people were killed looking for him. And, you know, this Obama administration, they came up with this chant, you know, we leave no one behind. That's true. Uh, Bergdahl left us behind. We didn't leave him behind. Right. And he did not serve his country with honor and distinction. And, uh, and I'm confident that the judge will give him a double digit in terms of uh, – his sentence, which will be, hopefully, uh, we'll have that uh, that information next week. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Retired Jeff Atticon joining us here, a legal uh, expert and a little insight into uh, the sort of uh, punishment, the sort of sentence that uh, Bo Bergdahl will face uh, uh, next week. Now, now you, Colonel, you, you mentioned uh, the sentence. So again, so everybody remembers, he's tried under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, slightly different rules than what the rest of us would see, right? 
Well, the uh, the actually the military, the Uniform Code of Military Justice and the Military Rules of Evidence uh, are word for word the same as the federal rules of evidence. There's not even a different word in both manuals. So uh, he's elected to, to have his sentence determined by a judge and not by a panel or what we call a jury in the civilian realm. Okay. So really, there is no difference. Oh, okay. And the uh, sentence you said for misbehavior before the enemy could be as great as life in prison, right? That's correct. What's your sense as somebody who's been around the block once or twice? What, what does he wind up with? Well, I, I think it's going to be a double-digit sentence, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. He spent, you know, four years in captivity, but that's another issue because you have photographs of him smiling, holding an AK-47, chumming it up with the Taliban. Uh, usually when when radical Islamic extremists capture, uh, you know, someone, they, they behead them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy was not beheaded. I'm sure he was mistreated, but how did he fall into the hands of the Taliban? Uh, he did it to himself, so right. I wouldn't be impressed if I was a judge about his time in captivity. Colonel, tell me a little bit about him getting a promotion while he was missing. Well, again, until he was convicted, uh, the status they had him on was missing. And, of course, when he came back, uh, this false narrative that you indicated that President Obama put out was to sell to the public the fact that he was releasing five senior generals to the Taliban out of Gitmo. So Susan Rice, you know, came out, and as she's done many times during the Obama administration, you know, produced falsehoods. They knew he didn't serve his country with honor and distinction. And then they they appointed a two-star general to... To investigate him. That never happens in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so the fix was almost in, but the system stopped the Obama administration from basically letting this guy go scot-free and justice not being done because the military system said, wait a minute, this guy needs to go to a general court-martial to have this thing aired. Right. Right. Now, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure the money's gone, but, but there shouldn't be any difficulty, Colonel, in having those five uh, terrorist leaders return to us, right, since we now know the truth. No, those those fellows are long gone. They're back into the. They've matriculated back into the system. Wow. Uh, there's indications that some of them have rejoined the fight, the jihad, um, and but they're they're long gone. Wow, just amazing. Well, I'd love to get you back, Colonel. Once the uh, the sentence is uh, is actually imposed, and once it is imposed, does he stay at uh, Fort Leavenworth? Is that where he, he remains? As soon as he is sentenced, and again, when you plead guilty, you give up your right to appeal. So he will go straight to Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, to the uh, military facility there, and begin to serve his 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 sentence, and justice will be done. I like it. Well, listen, I I don't know what rank he will have at that point, uh, but I but I have a feeling the phrase Delta Bravo may come into play at some point. Uh, Colonel, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. All right, that is uh, Jeff Atticott. Former uh, lieutenant colonel, uh, retired lieutenant colonel uh, from the United States Army. He is an attorney in private practice. He was a military attorney. He, in fact, is the director of the Center for Terrorism Law at St. Mary's University. Nobody, I repeat, nobody uh, better qualified to offer insight into the sort of sentence that this uh, Bo Bergdahl character is going to get. Jeff Katz, News Radio 1140, WRBA.